Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. The other day, I got a great question, and I'm kind of wondering if this might become a series because I do get some amazing questions in my DMs. So, wanted to tackle this one today. So, the woman who DM'd me, she basically asked, Hey, if I have a limited budget to spend on my health, what would you prioritize? Which I thought was such an awesome question because if you followed my story for any amount of time, <laughs> I've spent thousands hundreds of thousands of dollars on my health, including functional testing, supplements, practitioners, you name it. I did everything on the ulcerative colitis front trying to get better. So I've spent a butt ton of money. And also, you know, our one-on-one program, it's not cheap. And unfortunately, the way our medical system works is you do kind of have to pay extra to feel your best. And as I always joke about, you know, conventional medicine, wonderful, amazing, we need it. There's med- medication, surgeries, all of that is awesome. But it's also preventing you from not dying, <laughs> as I joke with my clients. But to feel your best, yes, sometimes you need kind of a specialized, personalized approach. And obviously, you know, I love functional testing. This is, you know, functional testing is how. I fell into this whole functional health world, why I love it so much, why I think it's so fascinating, but I understand it's really expensive and I, I get that. And it just depends, you know, what your priorities are and if, you know, your health is a priority, could be something that you pay money into. But at the same time, I think there's a lot of free and cheap things that can absolutely move the dial as for far as your health goes. And so I wanted to share how I replied because I identified four things that I think can make such a difference that I think a lot of times we overlook sometimes, but I also think they're really foundational as far as good health goes. So number one here, as far as cheap and free things that can really boost your health, health is strength training. Like starting strength training immediately. Like I cannot emphasize this enough. And I just think like the more I learn about muscle, perimetopause, menopause, hormones, longevity, blood sugar, um, body composition, changing your body, it all goes back to muscle. I just can't emphasize this enough. But I mean, I feel like that's something you could start today. You could go out and buy some dumbbells. You could join a gym. There are so many gyms out there that are 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 50 bucks a month. Could be totally worth it. You could invest in a trainer or something like that. I think that's wonderful. Could be a little bit more expensive. But investing in some equipment and then a strength training program where you are adding some of that progressive overload where you are trying to get stronger every week, every month, but just making strides as far as getting stronger and stronger and lifting those weights that are heavy for you. And I mean, if you need a program, I have Strong Made Simple, Strong Made Simple 2.0. It's all about simplicity, but it's all about building muscle. But that would be number one, and you could totally start doing that super cheap. I mean, you could even get some kettlebells, some bands, they have the adjustable um, dumbbells now. There's so many ways, and there's so many gyms out there that are affordable, like a YMCA, super affordable. I just think there are so many options, and yeah, I just think building muscle is at the heart of everything. I will die on that sword. (laughs) Um, Number two would be 
getting more sleep, going to bed early. That is something free you can totally do. Like setting an alarm on your watch or on your phone to remind you it's time to start winding down for bed and establishing some sort of bedtime routine. And I know this sounds cheesy and kind of like, oh yeah, I know I need to sleep. But I just think about kids, like toddlers or a young kid, like you don't just put them to bed. You know what I mean? Like there's a whole rigmarole, like a whole routine to wind them down. You know, you give them a bath and they have their PJs and you might do some lotion and some books and then you read the stories and then you snuggle and then it's lights out. It's like a whole thing to get this kid to go to sleep. But I mean, think about it. Like if you're like a kid and you're running around all day doing a million different things, responsibilities, checklists, you know, making dinner, making lunches for the next day, like all the things. And then you get to your bed and you're like, okay, bed, time to go, or okay, bed, yeah, get to your bed. You're like, okay, body, time to go to sleep. And then you just expect your body to relax and go to sleep. Sure, you might fall asleep, but like subconsciously, maybe your brain is still going a million miles a minute. And maybe that's why you're not getting restful sleep. Maybe why you're waking up in the middle of the night. I have been there 100, 100% as far as like just not getting good sleep. I was so stressed at one point. I would literally like go to bed, like be in my bed, but not actually get good sleep because my brain was just going 100 miles a minute like the entire night. It almost felt like I didn't sleep. So just doing the best you can. I think actually like forcing yourself to get into bed doing some sort of wind down routine. Um, mine is taking like a hot shower. I do all my face products and everything, get my PJs on. I read in bed and then I go to sleep. I also have a weighted blanket. We have the blackout shades in our room. So the room's nice and dark. We have a fan in the window, you know, now that it's a little bit warmer, but like make, you know, make it happen as far as creating an actual bedtime routine for yourself and creating a space that encourages good restful sleep. I just think that is so important. And sleep, you know, obviously good for <laughs> your mood, your mood, your patience, your energy levels. Obviously like after a good night's sleep, you feel really good, you're motivated, you're happy. Um, but also for blood sugar balance, they go hand in hand as far as like a lack of sleep and where your blood sugar and cortisol might be. Um, also good for recovery when it comes to building muscle. So there's a million reasons to get good quality quality sleep and that for the most part is free. Um, a couple things I would add in, maybe grabbing some magnesium, taking that before bed, that can be really calming on the body. And if you're a woman in perimetopause, some um, progesterone drops could be really, really helpful as far as like using them in the second half of your cycle when progesterone might be a little bit low. Um, but those two things before bed, amazing help so much as far as sleep goes for me and our clients you could even try like a little cbd or something in there too i think all of those things are really relaxing but magnesium super affordable <laughs> going to bed early super affordable okay the next thing i would probably spend my money on is high quality red meat um and what i mean by this is i just think red meat gets kind of a bad rap but if you look at kind of like a comparison of like the vitamins, minerals, nutrients for meat and like other foods out there, red meat is super nutritious. And if you're somebody who is feeling kind of depleted, um, maybe you're super duper stressed out, maybe you've had a few babies that have left your body kind of depleted, you're just dragging ass every single day, I just think getting the red meat into your life can just make you feel so much better as far as the minerals and vitamins and the protein um, and the iron and all that good stuff. So I just think it is, it's just so nourishing. And I think if you go to like Trader Joe's, um, you could do Whole Foods depending like on sales and stuff, 
Butcher Box often has sales on ground beef, um, but looking for the sales. And I think just a package of ground beef is actually pretty affordable if you get like a good quality version of it. And that's where I'd put your money. I mean, there's so many things that you can spend your money on as far as groceries goes, but that would be like the thing that I would focus on it over anything else, just because it is so nourishing and so delicious and versatile. And you, you can get like a pound of ground beef for like six bucks maybe. Um, it's pretty affordable at Trader Joe's, but it just depends where you shop. You can also buy in bulk. Like I said, ButcherBox does deals and sales and everything, and it really is pretty affordable. But that would be number three. And then number four would be going for more walks. I know it's another kind of like eye rolly thing, but I just feel like so many of us are just sitting so much of the day. Yes, maybe we're working out for 45 minutes to an hour per day, but I just think movement throughout the day really adds up. And again, that movement and walking also really good for blood sugar. It's also important just for, you know, getting outside in the sunshine, getting that sunshine on your eyeballs. It's good for your circadian rhythm. Um, movement's also good for your blood sugar. Just being in nature is good for just overall happiness and stress reduction. So if you can't get out for like, I don't know, an hour long walk per day, like do 20 minutes, do 30 minutes. I've been a big fan of doing just little 10 minute walks throughout the day, like when I have time between calls or something like that. Um, we also, when it's nicer out, do a walk after dinner as a family. So there's a lot of ways just to add more movement into your day, but I just think it like, all adds up and I think it's just really helpful as far as just you know moving being happy sunshine there's also that connection piece if you're walking with other people I just think all of it is just so beneficial so anyways to recap this was longer than I intended it to be um, the four things I would spend my money on if I was limited on the funds for my health would be strength training going to bed early getting quality sleep investing in some good high quality red meat of some sort and going on more walks and just moving more throughout the day and outside ideally ideally just to get the nature and the sunshine and all that but anyways hope you guys enjoyed this quick little live i hope you found it helpful and hopefully um these are ideas that are affordable to you and things that you can implement all right see you later guys bye